Eagle Nation. You're listening to Gotta Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. All right, Eagle Nation, thank you for downloading this episode of Gata Talk. It's the only podcast out there made by Georgia Southern fans for Georgia Southern fans, including Brant from Better <laughs> and whoever you may be. <laughs> and Cody, we, you know, uh, a lot to talk about, obviously. It, it is hate week uh, for the second straight time. We get it on a Saturday this time. It's, it's, a, it's a weird feeling, honestly. <laughs> First time since what, 2013? It's the first, yeah, uh, first time since 2013. It's the first time since uh, in the FBS era, right, um, that this game is played on a Saturday, played on a weekend. Um, And it's the first time that we've ever played this game to end the regular season ever in, in our history so it, outside it, of fcs playoffs out, outside of right so you know just just an odd feeling um you know uh i yeah. mean obviously excited for the game but you're used to this being played you know right there around halloween or uh, of course you know this year it was originally scheduled for a wednesday night october uh, 14th um you know, postponed obviously for COVID related reasons up at app state so just you know it, it's 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 kind of hard weird to wrap your mind around it but i mean here we are it is hate week uh we will uh, get you ready for the app state game we will recap the fau game um in that win and uh and yeah who, who knows maybe field some questions from brain from better um but <laughs> you know i i guess i guess starting off we will recap that fau game so 20 well, to 3 we get into yeah this, go ahead I mentioned four fans by fans yeah Gonero sent out a tweet earlier this week that we were their most downloaded podcast. So are we like the official like tailgating podcast of Georgia Southern football? I hope so. I don't know how. Who many, I, I don't know how. That, I, I don't know how I, that yeah. works. I don't know how many people are listening to us at the tailgate. I, I assume you know there's <laughs> there's you know more people are listening to like Mo Bamba or maybe some Cole Swindell than they are Matt maybe and Cody from Gotta uh, Talk. Perry. But uh, maybe yeah yeah. I mean I listen. I you know when I was up at. At, uh, at Georgia State, um, you know, uh, tailgating there. I, I was listening to the tailgate show, you know, and, and uh, you know, in car with my dad, driving there, listening to the tailgate show. They, you know, a Big Frank, Terry, all them, um, Colin Lacey, they do a great job with it. So they do. They yeah, do. they do. And, and of course, we, we record this earlier in the week. So you have plenty of time. Try to get it out at least by midweek. Hopefully, you know, we're recording this um, on a Monday uh, where, you know, nor- normally we're recording maybe – Sometime Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, sometimes even Wednesday. So hopefully we'll get this out for you midweek, so you have a couple of days to listen to it. Um, and and yeah, just plenty to talk about, Cody. Yeah, um, but go ahead, go. Let's go back into your to your your start off point here. So with FAU. Yeah. Yes. So twenty to three win. We improved seven and four on the season. Um, we are six and zero at home. Um, so that streak stays alive. What twenty seven. Non uh, in a row now, yeah, uh, non conference, um, and I believe tenth straight uh, win um, at home, just period. Yep. Um, so huge uh, power. Paulson once again comes up strong. Defense comes up huge. Uh, you know, once again, I mean, we talked about FAU. You know, their struggles on offense. We talked about their new quarterback, Javion Posey. 
Um, you know, the, the defense did a great job containing him, I thought. Uh, you know, um, he finishes just with uh, 107 yards passing and only 61 yards rushing. You know, that obviously he's kind of a more run-first quarterback. We talked about how, you know, we've struggled against those this year. We've even struggled against quarterbacks that aren't really run-first that, that still are able to, you know, um, turn out some yards on us. So I, I thought we did a really good job containing him and, um, and, and really, you know, forcing the uh, four turnovers just kind of containing their whole offense um you know that was the while they've had their struggles you know averaging just around 20 points a game this was the first time uh since 2016 october 29th 2016 that that they didn't score a touchdown in a game so that was a 52 to 3 loss to western kentucky yeah so i mean you know as, as as much as they've struggled this year you know just in the in the six games they played before this one um you know on on offense they still score. <laughs> they still score, you know, a touchdown. So holding them just to three points um, is huge. You know, obviously the big storyline um, with us on offense, Doug Roos takes over, uh, you know, and honestly the deck is stacked against them, right? Um, I mean, you, you come in, you have six days to prepare uh, your play. Not even, not even. Um, throw in whatever wrinkles that he may throw in. You know, we talked about don't expect like wholesale changes, um, but just like little subtleties here and there, obviously. And then you you are uh, running the offense with your backup quarterback and Justin Tomlin. Uh, Shy Wirtz not even dressing for the game. Uh, we were unsure, you know, if he would play. We expected to see Tomlin in some capacity in the game, possibly to have him start. We weren't sure if we would see any of Wirtz, um, you know, and then found out right, you know, just before the game that, that he wouldn't be uh, dressing for it. So it was a Justin Tomlin show, and, you know, he looked very much like a backup quarterback at times, um, but did some good things as well and, and you know, was able – to, to, to grind out the win and yeah just kind of a lot to, to unpack there Cody so I guess yeah I, I think what I want to get into is there's a lot to be positive about in this game on both sides of the ball there's also some a lot to improve on and I think we're going to try our best to hit on on everything but I think the the first and foremost thing we have to shout out to is the defensive play in this game because yeah. I was really concerned about their quarterback I thought that in my mind that Taggart would use their, their their quarterback Posey in more of an option style, like either run past option or more of your sweep or, or double option looks between him and running back and really use his athleticism to to put pressure on our defense and really kind of stretch us out and, and make us think. And, we, I mean, honestly, we, we just shut him down. We did. Uh, I mean, and we did, and we forced him to make bad throws and to make forced him into bad decisions. And like you said, we made the we got the turnovers. They seemed like the two drives that they had that they were really moving the ball on is those two drives in which we they ended in fumbles. Yeah, we made great hits on the ball, popped the ball out, and and then our our defensive guys obviously they practice this a lot. You can just tell just by the nature of it that they immediately swarmed the ball and we were on it, and bam, we we were back out. On offense, yeah, that so, that first long run by by yeah. Posey, yeah, was like a, I think that was like a third down maybe, and it was like a yeah. run for 13, 14 yards. I'm like, oh, here we go again, and then helmet on the ball, boom, swing of momentum, we get the ball, and we're moving. So yeah, so you know, outside of I guess what the first like what three games defense has played lights out. Um, yes, I mean, just absolutely has just been phenomenal uh, this season, and you know, hopefully we get two more games um, to see how 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 you know, end the season really, really well. But I you can't say enough good things about this defense and how they played. I mean, they just were just, I mean, turnovers, tackling, 
um, just instincts. And and guess what? I mean, and, and not all of our starters were sitting there playing. You had Kendrick Duncan out. You obviously had Chris Harris Jr. out. You had C.J. Wright out. Mm-hmm. You had, um, oh gosh, Raynard Ellis that was out. So, you know, you had a lot of your big-time players that weren't playing, and the young men who stepped up played phenomenal. Justin Birdsong, I think we have to oh, yeah. talk about him. He that's that's a kid that we've been excited about for a yes. while. You know, special teams player for yes. us, uh, you know, was um, kind of highly recruited, uh, you know, out of the Atlanta area of high school, um, had a lot of kind of hype around him and just kind of been waiting for his moment. And, man, he did he take advantage of it. He did, and if he's gonna play that that well, I don't see how Sloan can keep him off the field. Even when Duncan comes back um, healthy, we have to, to me find a place to put him out on the field to have him play defense because he played phenomenal. Yeah, flying all around the place. So, uh, you know, talking about the turnovers, you know, sixth in the country right now with uh, twenty total takeaways in uh, five straight games where we forced uh, multiple turnovers. So, you know, once again, maybe not quite up there with leading the country and turnover margin and things like this. Obviously, we've turned the ball over, um, you know, quite a bit this year as well. Uh, but defense continuing to, to come up big there, you know, and, and we'll, we'll get – don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. But, you know, one of the big things, we did force those uh, four turnovers. Once again, we didn't capitalize on those turnovers as much as you'd like, um, only coming away with three uh, points out of those four turnovers. So that, that's something obviously we need to work yeah. on on the offensive side of the ball. But defense holding out there into the bargain, you know, like you said, when FAU seemed to get things um, rolling a little bit, you know, uh, we would completely kind of flip the script and, and, and get that turnover. Yes, yes. Um and so that to, I mean that's that's just absolutely huge because they have playmakers. I mean the the quarterbacks they have are good quarterbacks. They have a, a decent offensive line. They got decent wide receivers. It was a good it, to me. It was a very good showing by our by our defense. You make a good point about you know Taggart not really putting Posey in the best position. You know it it, it seemed it seemed to me like they were kind of forcing him to do some stuff that was out of his comfort zone. I mean you had him kind of making some throws that it just he wasn't connecting on you know he threw the um he, he threw the two interceptions and they they weren't good throws and they weren't really high percentage throws either you know and then you kept them in the pocket a little bit there wasn't as many design runs as you really expected to see um so that i, I did find that interesting you know you really their offense started rolling a little bit once you bring in their backup and and the guy that you know posey you know, took over for just a couple of weeks ago and Nick Tronti, um, you know, he's seven for 13, 82 yards. You start to see signs of life from their offense here. They go, uh Oh, and then the defense comes up big kind of bend don't break, uh, you know, when Tronti gets in and um, getting some key stops there. Yeah. He, he gets rolling and he gets into the red zone and we, we buckle down and we, and we force him into the fourth, fourth down or fourth and goal, whatever it was. Um, and make them kick the field goal and hold them to three there. And that's big because, you know, at that point we're only leading 10 to nothing. And so to only to keep it a, a seven-point lead going into the halftime, that, that's that's big. Yeah. So uh, let's turn to the offense again. Um, you know, the, the deck certainly stacked against Doug Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't going into halftime, right? It was 10 nothing going into halftime, right? Yeah, because they didn't put Tronte in until second half. Yeah, that was second half. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, second yeah. half. That was like uh, halfway uh, or three-quarters of the way through the third quarter, yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah, My yeah. bad. Yeah. So, turn into offense, um, you know, deck is stacked I mean, against Doug Roos. Um, yeah. Not only are you playing just like the defense, you're playing without – 
key starters. Big, you know, your your three, three yeah, names. three biggest names and in, in works. Um, obviously, Wesley Candy, JD King's out. Um, so, and and but we made it work. I mean, numbers wise, you know, stat wise, um, kind of more of the same. Uh, you know, the, of of what we're used to seeing. You know, nothing. We didn't suddenly rush for yeah, 400 was, yards or anything like that, yeah, you know. I, I was saying that stat-wise, just looking at it, it doesn't it didn't seem very impressive. No, it didn't. But you had it's it's one of those where you have to watch the game. I know, like some people, or yeah. you know, maybe maybe you're out there and you're not a Roos fan or not, or you didn't agree with letting go of of the best. And you're, you might hear us be like, oh, well, they're, they're just making excuses. No, I mean, it's, it's truly one of those games where I think you had to look at the little things. And again, it wasn't going to be an overnight success. Like, I mean, again, not only are you playing without, you know, key playmakers there, your three biggest uh, stars on offense, um, you have less than six days to prepare and throw in whatever wrinkles you're able to throw in. Um, you're playing with a backup quarterback, um, but also you're playing against a really good defense. Um, frankly, possibly the best defense we'll see this year. Um, App State's got a good one. You know, we've seen a few others, but I mean, they, they came in statistically one of the best, statistically the best defense we've seen. I would say probably the best defense in conference, you would say, outside of what you would say Marshall yeah. before they played Rice. Yeah, because Marshall, Marshall had, they were number one in scoring defense, and yeah. FAU was number two, and I believe FAU was, was sixth or seventh um, in overall defense, in total okay, defense. Okay, so, so yeah, so it's a, it's a top two team in conference USA as far as defense goes, and, and we I think they had, what, averaged before this game? 11.5. Eleven point five well, points per game. Eleven point five, but rushing yards per game was like what a little over a hundred. It wasn't too much over a hundred, I don't think. Like one hundred one, one hundred two, something like that. Yeah. And we rushed for two sixty nine on them. Yep. So I mean, we took it to them. We we're like, this is what we're gonna do. We're not gonna really change. Obviously, with Ruse coming in, you saw the different tempos. Now, this is, I think, what a lot of people liked and what they saw in this offense is you saw the change in flow, right? Yes. You had the huddle up at times. You had the let's get everybody set up, but we're still looking at the signals and, you know, it's a little bit more of a hurry up, but they still kind of slowed it down a little bit. And then you had the strict hurry up where they would go and, and, and go fast and, you know, they line up and, and within five seconds, hike the ball and go. And it, it, it worked. I mean, obviously the, I think I saw where Tomlin had made a comment where it was a lot of base plays, so yep. they didn't keep they didn't have a, a complicated offense, but I think you saw where that helped in terms of that the offense could move fast. There wasn't they didn't have to think about what the play. Yeah, you're not overthinking things. We exactly. we we talked we talked about that yeah for yeah. the last several weeks is is maybe maybe things have gotten too complicated and that's going to slow everything down. And, and we talked yeah. about you know one of those or wrinkles that we might it. see yeah overthinking things. One of the wrinkles that we might. Uh, C is some more of that up tempo. I mean, obviously, it wasn't throughout the entire game. Um, you know, we we did do some uh, huddles. You know, and uh, listen to the coach's show and Coach Lunsford. You know, kind of had like we had quick huddles, faster huddles, and then no huddles. You know, so I mean, yeah. just kind of three phases of that. And those little subtleties can make a big difference. You know, I mean, when you're even if you're throwing the same, you know, four or five you know, six, seven, eight plays, Adam, um, you're doing it in a high repetition, uh, format. I mean, it's, you, you can, uh, you know, uh, I mean, that's what option football is about. It's about creating mismatches. It's about catching people with like one step slower, right. Just to create that space and, and bust a big play. Well, and you're, I you're able to do that when you do that. Yeah. You know, people commented saying that it looked like the blocking was better or all of a sudden the blocking seemed to get in a whole lot better from, from last week to this week. 
And I don't think there's anything different that Ruse or Hutch, Coach Hutchinson are sitting there doing or teaching the offensive line in regards to blocking schemes or, or how to block the defense. I honestly think that with the best, I think defense felt like they could attack our defense and not have to wait. They could kind of see certain formations and kind of think, all right, with maybe one running back back there and it's just shy words, we kind of got a good idea as far as where the ball is going and they attack. Um, whereas with Ruse... I think they kind of felt off balance, so they had to wait, and that allowed our defense or our offensive line to get push and to get to the second level. I think you—that's probably one of the main reasons to me as to why the offensive line seemed to be a lot better in this game than maybe previously throughout the season. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I did make a comment that I, I thought blocking looked better. I, I agree with you. I don't think anything significant. I mean, realistically, I don't think you implement anything, and in that short amount no, of time, you can't. You can't. Yeah. So you know, but but it did. It, it seemed like they were coming off the blocks, you know, uh, faster, stronger. They were creating more space. Um, they were holding the blocks, you know, a, a little bit longer, um, and and kind of creating uh, bigger holes for um, you know for the running backs. Running backs did a really good job exploding through the holes. Um, you know, some some good cuts and stuff that you saw out of. Uh, uh, Wright and um, Gerald Green, um, you know, so it's it, overall, it, it seemed there was a spark in the offense. I mean, it, 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 there just was. I mean, yeah. you, you could tell that a change had been made and that they were excited to be playing, um, whether it's just for Roos or just to have a change. You know, I mean, you, you, you could tell everyone. And, and I mean, I think I even saw it on defense, you know, obviously no changes there, but I mean, it, it, the, the whole team just seemed to be up for the game a little bit more. There just seemed to be a little bit more spark, a little bit more fire um, throughout the whole team, especially the offense um, and, the, and the way they executed. And the biggest thing, and I tweeted this out, is the ability to finish. And, and you know, yes, it's it, we didn't we didn't bury this team, you know, just. Um, 17 point win, but we were able to finally get that offensive score, um, you know, in, in the fourth quarter there and, and build that gap, you know, widen that gap um, to uh, put a team away and then did a good job of running out some clock too. Um, but just the, 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 you know, play calling decision-making there in the, in the fourth quarter, late in the third quarter and stuff, I was happy with it, and honestly, there was, I did see a difference in that than you know previously under under Vets, and so and then that's yeah. yeah. You made you made a good point. This wasn't obviously the most points or a, a ton amount of points scored in this game, right? Twenty. That's not a whole. That's not a whole lot, really, really at all, in college football today. Yeah, it's below our average. It is, but you you said something there that that was key. It was a multi-score difference we we were up three scores on FAU when the when the game ended that's something that what hasn't been said all season no only third only have, third yeah. yeah only third game that wasn't decided uh, by one score um and just the second game this year in a win that that is yeah. by more than one score you must be another one yeah so I don't really count. I mean, I know we count. No, I know, games, I know, so I know. It's, yeah. uh, but that, I mean, that hasn't been said. I mean, when we scored that touchdown and made it 17-3, you're like, oh, wow, I kind of feel confident that we're not going to be in a nail-bodying situation. Defense came out there, shut them down again. Then we came out there and kicked a field goal, and it's now 20-3. to You know for sure we're going to win this football game with, what, four or five minutes left? How much on the clock? So, yeah, I, we, we finished there. Did we have an opportunity early in the first quarter to really build a big lead and get out in front of them? Yeah, we did. Did we take advantage of it? No. That's something that that needs to be worked on. 
But I like the decision-making. To me, I didn't look at the offense at any point and, and question the decision-making. I didn't question right. on the throws. Right. Um, the the Malik Murray throw, I thought, should have been a catch. I think Malik Murray would tell you that it should have been a catch, yeah. that he probably catches that 99% of the time. It just happened to be the one time he didn't. Yeah. The throw was, I mean, one, great pocket awareness from Justin Tomlin to get out. Great throw. Hits him right in the hands. It's just something that happens. It's just it's just football. If he catches it, we're at the two. We probably score there. Yeah. Um, you have the the run for Logan Wright that um, gets stopped on fourth and one. Maybe you read the ball different. Yeah, I was Maybe about to say. Don't. Yeah, there was there was two there was two big plays that stand out for me. There. Yeah, with with Justin Tomlin. I mean, overall, I thought he did. You know, a, a pretty good job. You know, running the offense. Um, kinda, I thought he did a really good job. You know, he was young. He forced some things. He, he did force some things. It, we did. But I thought he played really, really well. He did. He did. And I, 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 I think with more reps. I mean, we talked about you know putting him in in situations where he can get comfortable and not be thrown into a you know a do or die kind of situation. And you know, you you saw some nerves. You saw some questionable decisions kind of early on, but you saw that progression as the game went on. And and that's that's what you like to see. I mean, yeah, would you would you know, I'm sure he would like to have that throwback to D1, right? Darion Anderson oh, where yeah, he was wide exactly. open. You know, the the two plays in particular, you know, you mentioned the one uh, you know, fourth and one uh, from the six, I think it was. You know, we decided to go for it. It looked like a kind of zone read or, or an option play where he has the option to uh, keep it up the middle. Instead, he hands it off to Logan Wright. He only, uh, you know, he um, gets stopped short. Um, it looked, it looked, it was a bad spot. It looked like he got it anyway. Um, but if that truly was an option play, you know, there, there was a lot of space there. If you go back and watch the play, huge gap, probably not just the first down, but probably a touchdown on that if, if Tomlin keeps it there. And then, yeah, that, that play to Darion Anderson, um, we've seen, you know, Wirtz hit that play. Uh, just wide open, just overthrows him just a little bit. Um, that's probably a touchdown. You know, so so two plays right there that that could have put us up. Uh, when I guess twenty four, um, I tweeted out and said twenty one, but we got the field goal, so twenty twenty four to nothing, um, and pretty much you know put the game away early on. You know, in the, in the yeah. first half. Um, but you know, I mean, again, backup quarterback, he's he's gonna make kind of those those decisions. We saw a couple of the the pitches and stuff. He got lucky on that one, not throwing the interception where the guy kind of bobbled it. Um, out of bounds, yeah. um, you know. So I mean, you're you're gonna see, and we have seen that out of works. You know, four year starter, right? So I mean, it it happens. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought he ran the offense well. Um, and you know, I'm excited if he ends up starting this game against App, or if 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 Wirtz can play in in a limited capacity, and we see them platoon. Um, you know, I I have I have confidence and faith in Justin Thomas. Yeah, the, I. I completely agree with you i mean regardless if it's shy if it's justin whoever goes out there on saturday i feel confident in, in them handling the offense yeah so i guess moving you know we can we can talk about special teams you know obviously you know once again uh you know for what third fourth straight time now um we just kind of pros and cons on special teams you know you have it kind of kind of had kind of kind of resemble yeah. most people are on special teams. Go ahead. I mean, especially focus, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead with your point. I'm so just not, I'm not. Yeah. So whole, whole, whole picture, um, you know, to me, it almost reminded me the the flow of this game and everything kind of reminded me of the coastal game, you know, at least through like three quarters where, 
it was just kind of a back and forth like slugfest, uh, feeling each other out. Then you get that that big play on special teams. Um, you know, Wesley Kennedy with a punt return against Coastal. Now Caleb Hood, um, just electrifying return. I mean, uh, or you know, I listened to the coach's show with um, Lunsford. He was saying how you know they practice kind of in those situations to uh, just get out of the way and <laughs> not even block, uh, just so you don't get a block in the back or any kind of penalty. So you saw several of our guys just throw their their, their they're arms up. Like um, like old school like or like basketball screens. Right. Right. Exactly. They're like posting up. Yeah. They're like posting up, throwing their hands up, like, look, you know, don't, don't flag me. I'm not doing anything. And, and yeah, I mean, you you saw it develop because I mean, he, he was just going, I mean, don't get Najee Thompson's screen block, whatever you want to call it was, was phenomenal to get him the extra five yards to get into the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right there at the end. So, you know, huge play there, um, you know, gets us, um, puts us up. And then, um, you know, obviously uh, that's the only touchdown of the game until, um, you know, we, we get that one in the, in the fourth quarter, the first offensive or the only offensive touchdown of the game. Um, so it, it, it felt a little bit like the Coastal game of, of kind of the flow there. Obviously we had, um, you know, field goals I'm, again. Go ahead. I, I can see the similarities in the Coastal game. I don't think it's the flow. I, I never had confidence that the offense was ever going to get going in the Coastal game. Okay. I felt confident in the offense watching this game. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, field goals, you had the first one blocked. Alex Rainer finishes two for three, um, long of uh, 37. You know, it's once again, yeah, I mean, you have people out there kind of questioning maybe not even just the play of the kicking game, but just decision-making of when to kick these field goals. Obviously, I think everyone agrees um, that – we need to be scoring touchdowns instead of field goals. We need to stop yeah. settling for these situations. We saw that once again, again, you know, playing with a backup quarterback, playing with out some of your key playmakers, playing under a new offensive coordinator, um, and playing against a really good defense. You know, you take, points you, you you take it. Yeah. I mean, they're averaging, they came in averaging 11.5 points allowed a game. So, um, you know, and we had 10 at half, right? So, it's yeah you you take them when you can get it it's unfortunate with that first one you get blocked um but you know he 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 comes in he redeems himself and and Lunsford kind of talked in the coaches show too that look it you know on on those you have to kind of go back and and really kind of break down the play but I mean it it seemed like their like gunner position or whatever you want to call it kind of just broke right through um the line and 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 got a hand in and blocked it, you know, and there's not much you can do about that. I mean, he even, Lunsford even said, you know, if that's Young Way Koo or Tyler Bass back there, they might get blocked, you know. So it's, that it's your your hands are kind of tied a little bit as, as a kicker um, on on that type of play where, you know, yes, there's, there's a cadence, there's getting the ball up a little quicker, obviously, the snap hold, all that kind of stuff goes into it all within a matter of, um, you know, like milliseconds, right? But, it's uh, so uh, yeah. I don't think you can put that all on Rainer. And and we've talked. You know, he's a young kid. He's freshman. Um, you're you're gonna see with time him improve. I think. Uh, you know, we do have some a little bit of depth. Uh, you know, at, at the kicking position. So we'll see kind of where that evolves. Um, but but yeah. I mean, I, I I think I think fans are being a little too harsh, maybe on it. Uh, you know, I I, I do. We have regressed on special teams as a whole i think I, to me to me on special teams the part that 
concerns me more is kickoffs, um, you know, not, not getting the ball in the end zone, um, you know, the uh, lack of touchbacks and things, and, um, and also uh, kick coverages, kick coverage, punt coverage. We've had some breakdowns on that this year. That's a little bit more concerning to me than the, like, field goal place-kicking situation. All right, well, um, yeah, but you got to remember, it's a freshman. He had a foot injury coming into the season. Didn't I don't think he really even got a chance to practice or do much until that, that week before the Campbell game. I will be concerned about kickoffs and field goals once when this young man gets a, a full actual offseason to work out, strength and conditioning, practice, and if we're still seeing the same issues or if he's still seeing the kickoff to the 10- to 15-yard line, then I'll start to get concerned. I'm not, I'm not concerned with it. Look at Coach Lunsford so far, right? The last two kickers that we've had that he's coached, right, because I think he coached young Ku his senior season, yep. are both NFL-caliber kickers that are now, one, probably two, will go to the, the Pro best. Bowl. Yeah, two of the best in the NFL. And, and Bass may get to the Pro Bowl. Probably. he may. I mean, he's, he's kicking for Buffalo, and to win that fan base over, you have to be pretty – decent the fan base is tough yeah um so let the let the coaching let the staff have time to 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 work with these young kickers i don't mind them continuing to throw the young man out there to kick 40 plus yard field goals i don't let them do it you show that you still have confidence i would rather go ahead and get the the game reps in now right you're not winning the conference championship this year um, right now you're playing really for pride, right? You want to beat App State. You want to go to a bowl game. Um, it's not a New Year's Six type of a situation. Let's go ahead. If, if the situation presents itself out there now, let's go ahead and get him in there and experience it, understand what it means, and and get the game reps in. So that's that's the key for me, right? Is I think I think the difference here that you really have to pay attention to. There's there's playing for a field goal, and then there's like taking your opportunity when when the situation presents itself, you decide to kick the field goal, right? Those are two kind of different things. So yeah, that, that with with your play calling, you can kind of tell when a coach is playing for the field goal. You know, with with a young, no, I think that's a bad way to word it. I don't think a coach is ever playing for a field goal unless it's like a. Like a two game, minute, like a game winner yeah, kind of situation, like a two minute situation type, you know, or like right a, before a, the half East, or something. Eastern yeah. Michigan, something like that. But I don't think if it's in the middle of the third quarter, I don't think a coach is like, well, you know what, it's okay if we take a field goal here. Let's just run a dive play and we'll kick the field goal. I don't think that's ever the case. No, but I do think that with your with your play calling decision making, I think sometimes the thought process is we can take a shot here because we've always got the field goal. We've always got the backup of the field goal as an option. Okay. Right. So my, my point is, is I think how you call first to third down, you know, it, it, it can kind of change in when it comes down to the confidence of your kicker, you know, and, and where you're at on the field. If, if, if you, um, you know, especially like second and third down, especially third down, if, if you know, if, if you're looking at, if you're staring at a 50 to 55 yarder, depending on who your kicker is, depending on, you know, um, how reliable they are, it, it, it could change what you do there, you know, depending on if it's like a third and short or a third and long um, situation. So, I, I think, and, and we saw that, uh, you know, especially with Tyler Bass, like later in his career, you know, junior and senior year, maybe, yeah, they didn't go into it thinking like, all right, well, yeah, we're three straight dive plays, kick field goal. But that was always in the back of their mind. That was almost their fail safe. Like they had that there. 
you know, you have a lot of fans saying like we shouldn't even be attempting field goals, you know, beyond a certain, beyond 40, 45 yards. To me, it's I I, I think you, you know if if he's going to be the kicker and he's going to be the guy, you got to get him the reps. He's got to get those reps. So you you have to have confidence enough to put him in those situations to to give him some confidence. Look at what happened with Louisiana kicker, you know, against us. Right. So you do that. Um, but at the same time, I think it can kind of change your mindset of how you call plays leading up to that, um, where, you know, maybe you're not going for it on fourth down every time when you reach the red zone or when you reach within like, you know, 30 yard line or something, but you know, your first and second down plays are a little different, where you know you want to put him in the best position, you know, put him in a higher percent uh, percentage situation to make the field goal. So I, I don't know. I I, I just I, I think I think a lot of people get lost on like the the wording of stuff of like oh we we should you know we should just abandon field goals or we should just not. No, you got to let the kid kick, but the way I would call plays would change, I think. How? Like are they not trying to score touchdowns? No, but they're they're again, taking a shot. You got Tyler Bass or Young Way Koo back there, and it's third down and 7 and you know, if if you if you throw uh, you know, an incomplete pass or whatnot, let's just say you're set up for a 50 yarder, right? Maybe your decision there is to run the ball, get, you know, five, six yards, set it up for a little bit easier field goal. Or you say, maybe we're going to take a shot, either go for the first down, take a shot, go for the touchdown. You know, we don't get it. No big deal. We have confidence in the kicker. He can kick the 50-yarder. Boom. We saw that time and time again with with Bass. So I think I think that does change a little bit. You know, when, when you've got a young kicker and you want to put him in a higher percentage um, give him a higher percentage chance. Um, you know, his efficiency, his higher percentage is going to be different than a Tyler Bass. It's going to be different than Young Wiku at this point. It just is. Um, you know, eventually he can build up to that. But so I, I don't, I'm not saying don't give the kid a shot at a 45 yarder or 50 or 53 yarder. You can, um, but maybe be selective of when you put, put him in those situations. That, that's all I'm saying. Isn't every third down the play that you call you wanting it to get the first down and move the chains? So, so I don't think they're they're calling plays just to say, well, you know, we got to make it better for the field goal kicker, right? No, I yes and no. I mean, I I think there are situations where you're especially for like an option offense. If you're in like a third and long, which like for us could be a third and seven, right? And we historically haven't had a great success of converting those and you're in a part of the field where you know you've got a 40-ish yard field goal um yeah i think maybe that changes the play call a little bit you know because you say maybe we just we do a draw play and see how many we get maybe they bust one and get the first down maybe they get three or four yards and you know the 43 yard field goal turns into a 40 yard field goal boom yeah i do think that happens i i absolutely do I don't know. I don't think that. I don't know. I don't think you call a play in. I think you call a play in, in regards that it, you hope that it succeeds and you get the first down and you move the chains. I don't think you call in regards to. Well, even if it doesn't work, 
maybe it gets two or three yards extra because we don't really have the confidence in, in the kicker to to kick the field goal. I don't know. I mean, we, we didn't let Justin Tomlin pass against Georgia State when it was third and seven. We ran the ball up the middle for four yards, and then that was a punt. We weren't even in field goal. Right. So I mean <laughs> that was more maybe like an interception or turnover. No, 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 no. That that was before that was before the two turnovers. We okay. we we handed it off to Logan Ryan. He got four or five yards on it, and, and then we punted it away. But I mean, so it 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 does happen. I mean, it, you you can question the play call in that, that situation, but I, I think yeah, it does happen. But I I I don't know. I to me the goal is never to kick a field goal, right? You, I don't think any offensive drive you start out. You know, no, man, we're gonna. It's not the goal, but it's nice. It's a nice to have. It's a to to have a reliable kicker is a nice to have, and I do think it changes how you call plays and when you go for a shot or, or how you call first and second down, depending on, on kind of your fail safe back there as a kicker. Like, okay, well, we know if we're between, you know, if, if we're this far away, you know, somewhere in this range, I mean, they put, you know, the line on the field on, on the TV broadcast, here's his range. Um, you, you cross that line, you feel pretty good about worst case scenario, we're coming away with three points. Right. Yeah, I mean that that's true. But to me, all that signifies is how far does your offense need to go to get points, right? It doesn't mean that that just because you cross that line, that okay, the play calling can all of a sudden. Well, who cares if we succeed or not? We're going to at least get three points. I don't think that that's how they call plays. I think they call plays in the regards to that we're going to want to score touchdowns on every possession. I mean that's that's how they should. I don't know if that's that's how they do, but but yeah, that's. I, but I think my my my. Oh, I think we've gone way off. We right. have. We we have talked like, we have talked for fifteen minutes. We, about this is like yeah. if people have skipped over this, yeah. this is completely okay. I, my general point was is that when you find yourself in a position, if we find ourselves in a position, well, we will, in which the it's fourth down and the field goal range is in between forty and forty five yards or forty and fifty yards, whatever the the young man's max is, send him out there and kick it. I understand that he's not he's not Tyler Bass yet. He's not Young Way Koo, and he won't be because he's Alex Raynard. He he has to develop the way that he you know to to get up to that level. Which in this hypothetical situation, how many yards? Yeah. How many yards do we need for the first down? Because <laughs> I think I but disagree my, with my, you. Here. My, my yeah, exactly. My overall point is is that if if we're in a fourth and whatever, and they decide to kick a field goal, and it's like forty three or forty five yards. Go for it. Let him go out there and, and, and do his best and kick the field goal and see if he makes it or not. Again, this season, it's not a wash. We have a chance to win eight, nine games, depending on the bowl game. But it's not like it's for the conference. It's not like we're going to go to a conference championship. It's not like we're going to New York Six. Let's go ahead and get him the reps now so that maybe in next year or his junior year or his senior year, He's developed enough to where he's up to the 50-yard range, and that not only that, but he can go ahead and nail it in crunch time or in 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 high-pressure situations such as a conference championship game or a big time. That's the thing with kickers is confidence. So, it's con- I mean, yeah. yes, you build up strength, you build up so, accuracy, and all this, but uh, honestly, it's a head. It's a head game. Which is you get in your own head. Go yeah. ahead. Which is why you go ahead and you let them do it now. I, that's why I, my main point is I disagree with those who say don't let them kick anything above forty because that's not going to do the young man any service. I do. I, I see where you're coming from from that. I do agree with that. I just think that it's a it's a little bit of a risk. It's a little bit of a, a dangerous game when when you're it when is, you've got but big game, that's you why know, you bowl do it. That's you got App State coming up. I understand you what you're it. saying about it yeah, being you, you do it now. Yeah, I I get it. I just think that if that happens. 
and let's say it happens against App State and it doesn't go our way, and I say our way, not not Alex Rainer's way, just our way as as a program, you know, there, you're going to have a lot of backlash. You're going to have a lot of people saying, you know, we should have just went for it. We should have just, you know, ran it or threw it or what, whatever. Um, it's, if it's fourth and short, I understand that argument. There's always going to be that argument when it's. And that's why I asked in your hypothetical kick. situation. Yeah, I mean, it's, if if it's a fourth and one and you're looking at a forty to forty five yard field goal, I go for it. I go for it because yeah. because for me and and we we have gone for it less um, than uh, we're we're in like the the bottom five of the country and going for it on fourth down. And we're also not good at stopping teams on fourth down. Um, but you know, it's it, so 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 to me, especially with the option offense, you see Monk in an army, you know. He's always ranking, you know, the top in the country and going for a fourth down. Um, and I don't think that's because he has zero confidence in his kicker. I think that's just his mindset of, of yeah, touchdowns are going to be better than field goals. So how do you get more touchdowns? In theory, run four plays instead of three, you know, to, to get your first downs. And if, if you're running, you know, if you're averaging three yards a carry – Guess what? You're gonna get a first down if you're running four plays. So you know it's 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 that kind of thing that I would like to see us do more. And it's not necessarily a, a lack of confidence in the kicker. It's just you know we we should have confidence in the offense that if if it comes down to that where it's a harder kick, no matter who's back there kicking. Again, we've seen uh, you know we've seen Bass, we've seen Youngway Koo miss those forty-five yarders or those forty-two yarders. We've seen it. So if 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 it's if it's a forty-plus yarder and all you need is a yard to go, yard or two to go, I think we should have confidence in in our offense um, to pick that up. And then you know if if things don't go our, go our way with the next three plays, then all of a sudden it's a higher percentage kick, and then we kick it. So. I think we beat that one to death, though. But yes, um, we did. So we did. So we just solved all the special teams thing. Yeah, great. There you go. So moving to App State, <laughs> um, you know, we we talked about like some of the big kind of key highlights. Hide your goats. Yeah, hide hide your goats. Hide your wives. Hide your cousins. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's we we you know we joked and talked and debated a couple weeks ago about. Georgia State and and the you know rivalry slash pseudo rivalry slash lack of rivalry whatever you know th- there's no mistaking it this is a rival this is our biggest rival a lot of history there and we're looking for our third straight win against them you know after you know they've definitely had the upper hand uh, since moving up to FBS obviously after uh, you know 2014 we win the conference they go on their run. They get their streak against us, and we're able to win the last two, um, including last year up in Boone. Uh, first time we beat them there, uh, cracking the rock since 2007, right? So um, when we were in school. So it's 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 uh, to get three uh, in a row against them um, would be huge. Um, obviously, this time it's kind of a little bit more just bragging rights, right? I mean, you know, we played the role of kind of spoiler the last two years, obviously knocking them off back-to-back years um, as a ranked team. Um, that's not going to be the case this year. They come in with seven wins as well. Um, so it's it's kind of, you know, stat-wise, record-wise, all that. Um, this is the, and I'm careful to say this, the, the weakest App State team we've faced probably maybe since dating back to 2014. However, 
Um, that is not to say this is not a good football team. You know, they just they're they're not quite as good as they've been. Obviously, when that's going to well, happen, when you go through three head coaches in three years, two, their three losses. Uh, well, before Marshall lost to Rice, it was against three top twenty-five opponents. Correct. So. It's not like they lost to some chumps. No. Um, they lost to two of the yes. same teams that we lost to. Yep. The Louisiana game, you know, played that, um, you know, last Friday night. Uh, you know, came down to the wire just like our game against them did. Um, you know, there was some controversy in the game and all that. Um, and then, you know, Coastal Carolina, kind of similar game, kind of similar result there. Um, you know, they, they played maybe a little bit closer than we did, but, but not by much. So it, it's, you know, two um, – Pretty even, you know, uh, you know, opponents and matchups there. You had the Marshall game, um, you know, that was their third loss. And then, you know, our uh, worst loss at this point, I mean, I think it's Georgia State. That's pretty clear. Yeah. Um, and then we have, obviously, the loss against Army. So, so yeah, it's – it's but, you know, it's, it's interesting because while this is the first time – in eight years, played on uh, you know a Saturday, first time into the season against them in the regular season. You know we come in kind of evenly matched at least on paper, right? And um, that hasn't been the case, you know, in the in the, in the past uh, couple meetings. So um, it's it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, you know, we, you hope that that winning streak, you know, Power Paulson comes into play again. I you know would not feel very confident about this game if it was played up in Boone in December. You know, as much as I like it being on a Saturday, as much as I like it, it kind of ending the season with it, as you see so many other great college football rivalries, you know, in the regular season with their heat arrival. I, I want no part of this game up in Boone in December. So, so I, I, you know, I let's let's have this be yet another kind of twenty twenty. I mean, you one say off. that, but could the weather last year be any worse? Than that's true. That's true. Yeah, year? terrible. Yeah, I mean, up. Uh, yeah, what October, right? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, that game was on Halloween, right? We played them on Halloween, or that was the one down here. That was the one. When did we play them on Halloween? It was two years ago. Think, that was a, that yeah. was the home game. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, it was it, we always play them around you know late October, mid October, um, maybe early November. Um, so this is you know definitely the latest we've played them in a, a long, long time. And it's uh, while the weather was cold and rainy up there, and I know the fans that went up there it was, it was miserable. Um, but I still want no part of this game at this time of year up in Boone consistently so but we don't have to worry about that um chances are it will probably be moved back to mid-october or late october um 2021 moving forward and uh probably be on a wednesday or thursday night again so enjoy it while you can uh saturday night game in paulson stadium hoping to improve to 11 uh or 11 straight and we're going to need it. I mean, I think we're going to need that home field advantage and we're going to need to kind of continue to do, I think defense again is going to have to come up uh, big in this one. Uh, you know, you, you see with, you know, App State in, in their last couple games, you know, they have struggled at times offensively. Um, you know, Zach Thomas, obviously their quarterback had what he was a preseason, I think some player of the year. Right. And, and I don't think he's, lived up to that um, not to say that he's had a bad year um, but he's he's had his ups and downs so I think this is yet another game where the defense is going to have to come up big 
put pressure on him, um, have that young, uh, you know, uh, defensive line of us uh, come through, you know, once again. Uh, Raymond Johnson, I mean, it's just a f- monster, man. Um, yeah, I is. mean, just a monster. And, like, you know, just so much disruption. And um, even just, even when he's not making a play, he's involved, right? I mean, he's just always, like, it's just high motor and hand in the face. And, like, he's just always around the ball. So I think making Zach Thomas as uncomfortable as possible is, is, is going to be a key in this one. Also containing him because he does have the ability to run. And then limiting those big plays. You know, I mean, is, is it realistic to expect that their offense is going to be held to three points? Probably not. Um, so we're obviously going to have to put up some points. But I, I, I think I think the defense is going to have to come up big in this one yet again. Yeah, if we want to win, the it's going to have to be – from the defense, uh, you know, obviously Doug Ruse is going to do what he can to to further along the offense, get maybe a little bit more wrinkles in, give it maybe add a, maybe a few more plays, see what he can do, and you know, again a short time frame. But again, I wouldn't expect a whole lot. You mentioned Zach Thomas stopping him, containing him. The big thing is stopping the run game, um, which so far, knock on wood, this season our defense has been really good at. You got to stop their was it number one running back? Is it Cameron Peoples? I believe is his name. Yep. If he gets going, then it's going to be a long day for us. If we can stop him and contain him like we've done Darrington Evans the last two seasons, then I think we have a, we stand a very good shot of winning this game. So the key here is stopping their run game and really putting the pressure on their quarterbacks to, to make a play. Obviously, Zach Thomas got knocked out of the game two years ago. Um, and then last year, you just had the incredible just bad weather conditions that almost – made it nearly impossible for them to throw the ball. So this season or this year, this weekend, um, weather I think should be halfway decent. Um, You know, if we do stop the run game, how well are we going to be stopping their air game? Again, this is, it's kind of one of those things. We talk about shy works. Will he be able to start? Will he be able to go? Is he going to sit out? We also need to mention that Kendrick Duncan, is he going to start? Is he going to have to sit out? You know, if that's the case, does Justin Birdsong step back in? If so, it's one thing to go up against an FAU team that's been struggling on on offense. This is an App State team that they're not going to be as one dimensional. They're you know, yeah, they're not. They they can beat you both ways, and you may stop their run game, but they have a very high quality quarterback that can beat you with his arm, Um, and they have very high quality receivers. And you know, it's. It, it's going to be very, very difficult. Again, we beat this team two years in a row. I'd love for it to be three. Um, it's in our house. Our, our home winning streak's on the line. And we we ha- we play for the chance to finish the season undefeated, 7-0 and at home this season. Yeah, which would be great. So this would be huge. Get to 8-4. and four. Again, if you get the eighth win, then you even look more better. Uh, more, more better. Yeah, That's, yeah you're... You, you can tell I'm the one with the math degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you look better for bowl selection and bowl committees when yeah. and that comes time here here soon. You've already saw UCF get selected right. already for the Boca Raton, Raton Bowl. Yeah. So, again, also, too, another thing, if we win this game, we finish second in the division yep. behind Coastal. If we lose, we finish fourth yep. behind App and Georgia State. So it's big swings here as far as what you can say and say, hey, if we win this game, we finish second. Look, we finished ahead of App and Georgia State. When you're out there recruiting and talking to these young men who you're hopefully signing, you know, even though it's technically a dead period, you won't be able to have kids on campus. It's all through phone calls and Zoom meetings. Any little piece that you can for a young man who you're vying to recruit 
we need to have it. Yeah, so it's a step in the right direction. This, this is huge. Yeah, it's a, a huge game. It's a huge game because, I mean, while, again, maybe the stakes have been higher in years past, I mean, you know, App State, they were playing for a New Year's Six Bowl when they played us last year. We, we upended that, right? We knocked them off as, as ranked opponent for two years in a row. They obviously still went on and won the division, won the conference, um, but we were a speed bump, you know, in, 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 uh, you know, in, in their uh, way. And this year we're both, you know, already eliminated from it. Coastal's already clinched the division. Um, but you're playing for bag- bragging rights as always with the rivalry. You're playing for, uh, you know, a second, uh, uh spot in, in the division. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's a lot on the line to get to eight and wins, to get to seven and like you said at home. Is, is big and then the potential to, to get a ninth win in the bowl game is, 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 is huge I mean that would be just a, a great building block for 2021 and yep it's you know as up and down as this season has been you know I think we've we're you know trending in the right direction um, right now but it, it could all kind of <laughs> come apart in this game I mean it, it could I mean it, it matters a lot like getting getting the win against FAU was great now certainly you lose that game you, you kind of come limping into this game uh, losing your last three um, that's not a good look um, so I, it's great that we won that but obviously that's a non-conference game um, kind of like the army game it's, it's a it's a good here's one what to get. I think here's what I think that win does for our program is that it's it, it fins off the talk of a complete coaching change. I think if you if we lose FAU, if we lose the App State, and let's say we finish six and six and we miss out on a bowl game for whatever reason, I think you would have some chatter about a complete coaching change. Yeah, in the you definitely would. I don't think it. I don't. I don't think it happens. Right. But I think. It, well, you're already seeing it. You are already seeing it. You're good. The chatters. You're you're already seeing well, that chatter. It's 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 not it's not as high. You're, it's it's not as from as many people, right? It, but it's it's look, it's this, ha- this, it's out there. It's on. out there. It's always going to be. Let's out. just go ahead and, and say this. This is the third straight season of seven or more wins. I know last year was a disappointment to a lot of people, but again, there was a lot of stuff that happened in 2019 that that really should have put that team probably around four and eight. If if you want to be really honest, um, seven wins. Through here, you have a chance, again, I said, to get eight, nine wins. Um, you know, I think the I think what this game will do, if we win this game, especially, and let's say the offense kind of explodes here, and let's say we, we put up some points and, and, and we roll, I think what this, I think this is the Doug Roos deciding game. Yeah, I, I mean, this, we... This is a Doug Roos deciding so, game. So, so if, that, is, if, that is... If it, the yeah. offense rolls, I think I think people will claim it, and I think it'll be a very strong voice for, let's keep Doug Roos for next year. Um, now, you said last week, you said last week, you know, we wins obviously matter, right? So if we win the game, yeah, now well, now I think, I think again, looking, you know, taking well, nothing away from, from Justin Tomlin, yeah, yeah. but you look at the stats, you look at how many points we put up, it's kind of on par with what we've done the rest of the year. Yeah, you can point to a number of things of why um, that we've discussed, but you know it wasn't earth shattering. You know, nothing that we did offensively was earth earth shattering against FAU. So, like in this game, yeah, like if if he has a you know explosive um, offensive showing, you you think that's enough to singe it up for him, or or, or do you think you know that we still open it up? I, I I still think you open it up. But at the same time, I think it's almost 
guarantee that it's his job, if that makes sense. If, if you, especially if it's like a 30, 40 point showing and the defense shuts them down, we blow them out by multiple scores. Um, I think, I think that in the bowl game, explosive play. I think that in the bowl game. I don't, I don't think, I think it's almost like the Lunsford situation back in, in what, 2017, that before the last game of the season, Lunsford, you know, was already named the head coach. And it was the same thing. I, I don't think it. We I lose to Coastal, and yeah. Yeah, we lose to Coastal. I, you know, if we if we come in here and we really knock out App out of the ballpark, then I think it's almost a guarantee that it's Ruse's job. Now, if we kind of show the same performance and yeah, like, like an FAU you know, part two, around, yeah, let's say a seventeen yeah, fourteen final or something, yeah, then, something like that. Um, then, regardless of the bowl game. I think people are going to want to say, hey, we need to have a legit coaching search. If we land on Doug Ruse, okay, but let's really interview a lot of people and get get a variety of coaches in here and see what we can come up with. I do it regardless. I really would. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe I mean No, I mean that's that's yeah. fine, but I think I think that this is a deciding game for Doug Ruse in the it terms is. of the eyes of the fans. No, of course, yeah, no, of course, in the eyes of the fans, yeah, in the eyes of the fans it is, I think. I mean, if, if you, I mean, if you beat App, it's one of those where it, it kind of races everything else, right? I mean, it, 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 it quickly, it quickly um, changes people's um, view of you, uh, of, of, of how you perform in this game so i mean it, it yeah and, yeah and 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 normally we get it kind of in the middle of the season or th- three quarters way through the season not in the last game so it's interesting that this is happening now um where th- there seems to be while on paper there's not as much on the line there seems to be a lot on the line obviously with with the you know the oc change and all this and so i i think i think that you know Ending against App as opposed to ending against Georgia State that we've done for the last several years, you know, yeah, you can you can make a huge Roos can make a huge case for himself and 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 how this game goes. Not just if we win, but how we win. If if we're able to put up a ton of points, even even if the defense struggles, um, you know, more than we've seen, and uh, it's it's kind of more of a shootout. You know, if if we can put up a more than thirty points, I mean, for the love of God, score more than thirty points. If if we can do that. Um, and and put up over 300 yards rushing and ha- you know especially if we can do it with with Justin Tomlin or, or you know just with um, without some of your key playmakers that's that's huge you know and and I, I, I like the direction that the offense is going I think you know while um, I agree with what you were saying earlier that it, it wasn't so much a, a scheme or play calling or anything like that uh, problems that 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 all seem to improve uh, maybe just some you know, execution uh you know issues on on a few of those plays that that slowed things down but it 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 seems to be trending in the right direction um now that we have another week of practice under our belts it will be really interesting to see what we throw it at um and you know if yeah if 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 we're able to to put up you know a showing like we're used to seeing from Roos's offenses of of you know shades of 2014 and 15 i think he gets a strong look i i personally again i I just don't like to settle. I'm not. This is nothing against Roos. I just think that like we, as a fan base, need to get past this a little bit, where we need to have a little bit more pride and say like we we're an attractive job, and and it's 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 fine to look elsewhere. It's fine to have a national search and try to get the best person, the best person 
is on your staff and is Doug Roos, and that's fine. Um, but you know, I, I just I don't know. I, I so I, I'm not saying there's nothing that he can do to just like clinch it, but I think it would take a lot for me to like not even want to look elsewhere. You know, uh, if if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I I yeah, I compl- and I wasn't saying that that's how I I feel about it. I'm just saying that I think in the eyes of the fans, a, a, a majority of fans, that if the offense looks like it's just clicking on all cylinders. And it's they'll be good. Yeah, they'll, they'll want to ride. Then, yeah. then I think they'll want to keep Ruse. And, you know, if we roll into a bowl game and it's the same thing, I think it just kind of locks it up even more. Uh, that's I think my main point was is I think this is a, a – do I think this game, more than any of them, will determine if we keep Doug Ruse on staff for next year or not. I think we keep him on staff regardless unless he wants to leave and he doesn't get the OC job. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I, let me re, let me rephrase that. Decide if we keep him on his OC. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I could – now, you could certainly make a case for, like, if, if that's what he ultimately wants and maybe that's why he came back in the first place. Who knows? Um, that, you know, maybe he does leave. Maybe he doesn't want to go back to coaching tight ends or, or, or coaching another position group. You know, so that's that, that's fair too. Um, so, yeah, it, it will be interesting. But we know, you know, how, how good he can be as a tight ends coach and, and certainly just how valuable he is to have on staff. So it will be interesting to see how it all plays out. I agree with you that, yeah, this game matters far more than the FAU or even the bowl game um, as far as – you know, his staying power and, 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 and how especially the fans are going to kind of view and want yeah, him. This past forward. week was almost like a, a, a mulligan week. Right? It was. Like, we understand that it's just kind of like how Chad Lunsford was when he came against Troy, right, when he got named the intern. Mm-hmm. You know, do the best you can. Let's see what happens. Yep. And so far, I mean, it kind of looked, I mean, we only scored 20 points, but we could have had 30 if everything would have fallen in our direction or fallen our way. Yeah. Um, we it didn't. I mean, but it looked good against looked a defense like averaging eleven point five. We we scored yes. the second most amount of points against them of anyone this year. Marshall yeah. was the only other team. So you know it's it's yeah. I I, I think you know it, it was a B plus effort. Honestly, I, I think it was a B plus effort. Um, but I think you'll need an A to A plus, you know, against app to, to really kind of drive the point oh, home. And get yeah. People, yeah. You're going to need to. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. so that's, I mean, yeah. you may, you may need that effort just to win. Yeah. To be honest I, I think, you. I think you will, because I, I don't, while you had an A plus effort on the defense against FAU, um, I think you could still have an A or A plus effort out of the defense in this game. You're not holding them to three lose. points, and you could still lose. And if we get four turnovers and only score three Correct. points, and again, that's the State, biggest we're thing. Not so the we're not winning the so game. So I completely agree with that. App State turns the ball over against Louisiana in their last game three times. Uh, Zach Thomas two interceptions. Um, he's only. Uh, 10 for 21, 92 yards. Again, he's had an up-and-down season. Um, he can blossom at any moment, right? And, I mean, uh, uh, of course, uh, against a rival, like that's that's when you're going to kind of wake up. So we know how good he can be. He hasn't had the year that people expected. Um, but, you know, he, he throws the two interceptions. They also fumble the ball. Um, you know, Louisiana does a pretty good job of, of cap- capitalizing off of that. You know, that was kind of a, a low-scoring game, grinding-out game. They win it 24-21. to 21. But, yeah, if we, we cannot settle for three points off of four turnovers. Like, that is just not going to get it done. And I think 
that the way App has played this year, and I think the way our defense is, uh, you know, uh, forcing turnovers against six in the country, I think we can get get a few more in this game. Um, but the offense has to capitalize on it and make something out of it. Yeah, this is a game in which we have to convert turnovers into touchdowns. And when given the opportunity, we can't waste it away to put a game or put a team early if we have the opportunity to do so. If we have the chance early on, first, second quarter, to be up 21, 28, nothing, or 28, 3, or whatever the case may be, we have to do it. We can't settle for field goals. We can't settle for 17, 10, 17, 9, whatever the case may be, when in actuality, it probably should be more like 28 to 7 or 28 to 3, or whatever the case may be. If they give us extra offensive possessions, we have to turn it into touchdowns. And if we shut them out uh, and force them into, you know, multiple three and outs, we have to then turn around on offense and put the game away and step on their throat, choke them out, and be done with it. Yeah. We can't we can't let them hang around because this is a, this is a team that if you let them hang around, they'll beat us. Yeah, no, it is, it is, it is, and and we we've even seen in the last two years, right? I mean, you know, you had the game in two thousand eighteen, um, obviously more lopsided, uh, you know, at Paulson. The one last year, we get up early, we almost let them come back and win. You know, we we let them kind of yeah. claw back there, and, yeah. and so the, you cannot, you cannot 30, do thirty that. more seconds, and yeah. and we may lose right. that game, and and it's just. With with the way this team has played this year, you know, uh, with with the, you know leading the nation, um, FBS and in, in one score games, that's just a scary recipe right there. Yeah, I mean we we saw it, it we saw it go the wrong way against Georgia State and, and Army, and and this is yet another team that's gonna you know they're you can't get lucky again. You know you cannot rely mm-hmm. on luck in this one. Um, nope. So you know hopefully that kind of kill mentality comes back again. You know, and we can we can pull away, you know, early and 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 keep it, but then you know do some things in the second half, late in third quarter, fourth quarter, um, to just widen that gap and and not let them ever really make it that interesting because you don't want this game interesting because <laughs> uh, uh, you just don't. I mean, um, and it, I, I, you know the key you kind of mentioned it before. I, I think I think the key in this one is not so. I mean, yes, it's it's. It's shutting down Zach Thomas and then kind of. I think it to me, yeah, Thomas. But I think it's more importantly Cameron people. Yeah, it's the running game. Down. It's the running game. Uh, yeah, so, so they're averaging two fifty a game, uh, rushing. We're two sixty seven point eight. Um, they're only averaging one hundred ninety yards passing a game. So I mean, yeah, it's it is their running game, which we're good against the run. Uh, but yeah, if you shut them down and kind of make Zach Thomas beat you, and that's weird to say um, because he's been so good throughout his career but i honestly think that that is the key in this game is, is shut down their running game and make zach thomas beat you and i think we win um but if if our offense can can do the things that we just said um so that's you know it's tall order it's tall order but but i i yeah. I, I feel good about it i feel more confident about it again being at home i feel more confident about it uh, then maybe I did back in October when we were set to play them, right? Um, the first time around, I, I, I honestly do. You, I, I, I feel better playing them at this point than than playing. Them I do season. after seeing the offense against FAU because I, I was really concerned about the FAU game. Yeah. I, I did not have a lot of confidence going I, that yeah. game. I felt like with their quarterback, it could cause fits with their defense, and I thought that their defense was good enough to, to really shut us down. 
and that surprised me. Our defense really stepped up, and our offense um, had some promising signs, and then also at the same time did enough to win the football game. And like you said, fourth quarter, those possessions in which we need to score, they got them and really put the game away. So I I feel better after that game. I'm still nervous. I mean, it's out. I mean, you, the it seems like whoever the favorite, whoever has some more momentum going into it, just it doesn't right. it doesn't go in their favor. Yeah. It's always it's always it's never how you think it's going to happen. You know, 2007 honestly shouldn't even been a contest. I mean, yeah, we had Jason Foster, but that 2007 app team was was really yeah. good. Um, and we beat them in Boone uh, two years ago here. You know, in Paulson. They were, I mean, they've been really good the past four or five seasons, and we've able to upset them. I, it's, this game never goes how you think it should go. That's a good point. And, yeah. and while while we're, I think the line right now is eleven points in favor of App. Um, you know, so they're still the favorite. You know, we come in with similar record. They're seven and three. We're seven four. Um, but you know, so so it's different in that aspect where you know the, we've definitely come in as the uh, you know. The, the underdog and, and, you know, facing a ranked team the past two years. So that's not going to be the case, but you know, they're, they're still favored, but it does almost seem like because we are coming in, you know, winning two straight against them playing at home, even though Vegas doesn't have the odds in our favor, it almost kind of seems like we have the upper hand there, which, which scares me, <laughs> you know, which makes me nervous. Yeah. Cause I mean, we want to be confident. We want to have, you know, that swagger, but you know, you know, they're, you know they're coming down ready to play. You know they're pissed. Yeah, they are. Uh, you know about the last two years. Well, just think about it. Kind of all their fans last year not really liking how um, Drinkwitz kind of viewed this game. Right? It was he kind of took away hate week. Right? It wasn't like let's not have this up here. Let's just whatever regular game. Yeah, they're just a normal. Yeah, next yeah, one up. And, whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we beat them, and that kind of ruins their special season. Um, you know, Sean Clark is is their head coach now. Has been. App State lifer through and through, right back in the nineties, um, was a player for him. He knows what this game means, not just to that right. program, but to their fans. That they're not coming That's down here point. thinking that it's just another game. They're it's 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 hate. It's 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 hate for them, and they're going to treat it that way. And they're going to come in here with a chip on their shoulder. They're going to come down here, and I'm sure they've been playing the last two games um, that we played up on in their. Uh, locker rooms and meetings and showing, you know, us beating their tails up and down the field um, the last two seasons. And, and they're going to come down and they're going to want to prove a point. Yeah. They're going to want to prove a point and they're going to want to reclaim kind of their stake on this rivalry. Yeah. And and that's, that, to be honest, and look, it's Sean Clark's first season. He's going to want to send a point to Lunsford. He's going to want to send a point to our program that it's it's not how it was these last two seasons. It's 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 different. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And then you've got, you know, you got like Zach Thomas a senior. You got, you know, you got several guys hasn't beat us, who right? hasn't. Yeah, I don't think he has. Right? Because yeah, he's not, not as a starting quarterback. Not as a starting quarterback, yeah. Because, I mean, back yeah back in 2017, um, he wasn't starting for him. Right? It was Lamb, right? It was Lamb. Lamb, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you've got, you've got a, a guy who, you know, uh, um, stat wise, you know, and maybe has has only like five losses. Yeah, and has, has surpassed us. Lamb in a lot of areas, right? But um, yeah, and, and then he just for whatever reason hasn't 
you know, hasn't been able to get it done against us. So you got, you know, he'll be hungry. You've got guys, I'm sure, on defense that will be hungry that haven't gotten a win against him, right? That, you know, a lot of starters probably, junior seniors, that haven't gotten a win against mm-hmm. us that are going to be incredibly hungry in this game. And we can't come in overconfident. I don't think we will. Kind of like how we were, like, yeah. in 2018. Yeah. I mean, look, like Wesley Field hadn't beaten right. him. You know, he, he, you know yeah. we take pride in that. That's, 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 that's. You don't want to go four or five years and not beat your rival. You yeah. don't want to end that way. Um, I think this brings us to the million dollar question that we haven't really came, we haven't even addressed yet. Uh, Who do we start, Wirtz or Tomlin? It depends on how healthy Wirtz is. So to me, to, that's the easy answer. It is. No, it is. I. Well, but but it's true. It's true. If if he, it's true. It's okay, true. so here my my here's my perfect scenario because I don't think Words is a hundred percent. I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent. I I don't think he's been a hundred percent most of the year. I don't. I, I said that last week. I think he's had a banged up shoulder. Kid's a warrior. We've seen it time and time again. You give him the choice. I mean, you know, he'll have you amputate one arm and go out there and throw left handed. I mean, honestly, like he's that he's that kind of kid. So, you know. If, if, if he had his choice, I'm sure, you know, he would have been dressing against FAU. You had made the comment, you know, we, we talked uh, to Shane Marinelli um, from FAU. Uh, he asked us, you know, off the air if we thought Wirtz was going to play. I honestly thought he was against FAU. I didn't think he was going to start, but I thought he, we were going to see him platoon. You know, he obviously was in street clothes. And, and you said that he wasn't going to play. You you said that he wasn't going to play. Yeah, you said he wasn't going to play. Um, but did you honestly think he was like not even going to be dressed? Okay. Yeah, I didn't. All right, see, so yeah, because I thought because, he'd be dressed because. just in case, just in case. But um, and, and then possibly you know depending on how healthy he was, um, possibly platooned. But I think in this one, let's say he's seventy percent. I think he gets reps. I I, I just I just I, I think he does. Um, you know, again, you talk about we just talked about Zach Thomas being a senior. Shy words, you know he what he's two and one against him as as a starter. Yes. So you know he he's gonna want this one. This is basically you know this is senior day. You know we uh it's it's um unofficially officially unofficially senior, yeah unofficially officially senior day. So we we have a ton of seniors on this team that are gonna want to get that 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 third straight win. You know against him mm-hmm. and. I just I, I don't see works not playing in the, this game. I just don't. Now, as far as who starts, again, I think it depends on how healthy works is. Um, but I I don't think he's in straight clothes again. I think he plays. I think you platoon the quarterbacks. And my kind of perfect, you know, I tweeted out. I think my my perfect situation is is to kind of see an Ellison Upshaw kind of situation where you 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 do them. You know, maybe. Have again, depending on how healthy Wirtz is, um, have uh, you know two series and then one off situation. Whether that's Tomlin doing the two series and then Wirtz the one, or Wirtz doing the two and Tomlin, just depending on how that shoulder is for Wirtz. But I think, I, I you know I think they both do different things. I think they obviously have strengths and weaknesses. There's some things that that Tomlin has to you know correct, um, but. You know, overall, I thought he did a good job. You know, against FAU in this game, I think just the playmaking ability of Wirtz, um, just the you know those one or two plays that you'll see in the game, even when he's maybe not having his best game, and then he can just kind of you know turn the game on its head and 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 bust that big run. 
and, and we've seen that in you know in this series you know in, in the last couple of years so i just i think he's too big of a talent in 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 one of our biggest games of the year not to have him on the field so i i, I think works plays in some capacity i think tomlin probably gets the start um and I'm good with that. I, I, I think I think if, if that's the case, I feel really good about our chances. He dresses. I just don't know if he plays or not. You you mentioned it. Obviously, it depends on the health of the shoulder. I think it also determines how many reps he can get and how well is he familiar with kind of Ruse's wrinkles that he's put into the offense. Um, and, and we don't really know how much, you know, has he been actually getting reps. They're just not – obviously don't hit the quarterbacks in practice. Um, I think he, he has. Yeah, no, I okay. think he has. And 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 the thing is, is like you, you say that, but like Tomlin, yeah, like let's say let's say he didn't. Let's say words, you know, has has been out the whole week, you know, just resting. Um, so he's obviously still studying the film. He's obviously watching from the sideline of of Tomlin doing. I understand that's different than actually getting the reps on the field. But you know, Tomlin it was his first time doing it against FAU, and you saw, you know, it 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 looked at times um, like. One, we had a backup quarterback in, and two, we had a new offensive coordinator. Because especially there in the first quarter, there were a couple plays. You know, you had the one where everyone kind of ran the wrong direction, <laughs> or, or or Tomlin ran, you know, the the, the wrong direction um, away from his blocking. You saw somebody yeah, ran, some, somebody, somebody ran, 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 ran the wrong ran. way, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it see that Tomlin was all alone. It was probably him, but it was it was you know it, there were some miscues there. And, and that's going to happen. Um, you know, but I think, I think with words, even though it's, there might be some of those wrinkles and stuff, obviously, you know, they're not changing, they're truncating the, the playbook, you know, um, but they're, they're shrinking a little bit, but they're not, um, changing, you know, they're not changing plays. I'm sure they're not really changing like the language or anything like that. Um, so, I think Wirtz will be fine because I mean he's 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 a gamer he's he's done this for four years so I think um, he can pick up on that on on the little things that we're trying to do pretty easily and he'll be fine. So, do you have a formation where they're both on the field plays and where they're both on the I would. field? I absolutely would. Uh, again, I think even if you don't give it to Shy Wars because he's injured, you don't want him to. Shy. I, I th- do you do you have them both on the field at the same time? I would much like you had Upshaw and Ellison in their last game against Troy, right? Do you have it where they're both on the field? We run the flex bone like 2013 when we beat Florida. <laughs> we put words at running back, <laughs> and we put Tomlin. We put Tomlin under center. And we just run that thing now. No, I mean honestly, words words is especially now that Wesley Kennedy's out, right? I mean he's he's one of the best athletes we have. He's one of the best just playmakers that we have on offense. Um, you know, uh, another guy that comes to mind is Caleb Hood. You saw the punt return. We you know kind of glanced over that a little bit. Um, what about the wrinkles of getting Darian Anderson in the motion and, and having him as a pitch guy? I thought that was great. That was good. I like that. Um, that I would good. try I to like get it. Caleb Hood the ball more, whether it's on a pitch or or just short passes and stuff. I think yeah. that kid is so explosive in space. If you if you can you get have him the ball, him explosive, Jill Green's Jill Green explosive, yeah. Jalen White. I didn't realize the size that Jalen Jalen White does not does not look like a freshman. No, he's he's he a grown like he's, he's a, a grown man. He's he's a grown yeah. man. He, I I I mean I ooh, goodness can you I mean no he's wonder six, he ran so many yards in high school. Two twenty. 
he's yeah. he's a i mean he is a beat he is a well you think you think because like all the stuff of like the high school and the, and the stats and oh he played for the small school and he didn't get any like power five offers and all this stuff you expect to like look at him or expect to go and, and look at the depth chart and and the measurables and be like oh well like he's five nine no he's a big running back and he's he put is. on some weight he and he's put on muscle i'm sure but like you know uh but yeah he he is he is stacked i mean we've certainly had much much smaller <laughs> in the backfield than <laughs> yeah. that um you know so uh yeah very excited about his future and 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 hopefully yeah hopefully he can get some more carries in this game and move forward but um yeah i also too we gotta throw the ball more to logan Wright. he has some hands he does he does he he you know reminds me um of wesley fields uh, you know a, a little bit i mean wesley fields had yeah. you know a really good pass catcher and i think uh yeah i, I think getting him involved you know on those wheel routes on those kind of like um you know like hitch plays i think you could do a lot with them um and i i you know i think i think that's the kind of stuff that you'll see more out of roos as you know as we progress um you know he'll he'll kind of think a little bit more outside the box it's not completely new plays it's just like wrinkles and and like uh different options on these plays that that will that will mm-hmm. do right um you know you've you've seen on on some of these past plays that words does or Tomlin does where they're staring down the receiver it's just like kind of one thing you know there, there's other options on those plays <laughs> I think I think like just putting that in there of of, of and, and we're and he's a quarterbacks coach now and, and working with these quarterbacks to be like look have your check down man have this kind of stuff you know and if we can do that and throw in some screens and, and things like that I think we could you know um, have some fireworks so it's uh, but yeah. To answer your question, I would hundred percent. I mean, I don't know how frequently you do it, and again, it depends on the health of works. But um, I would at least like to see a package or two where both Wurtz and Tomlin are on the field together. It would be fun to watch. Uh, I think you could you could do a lot of trickery out of that. You know, we haven't seen a lot of trick plays out of this offense. We haven't. This season. We haven't. Yeah. I would say I would be. I think it'd be safe to say that you'd probably see a trick play or two coming up in this game. Yeah, I, I and I think you'd expect it from App too. Uh, you know, oh don't, yeah, don't, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, it's just one of those games where, depending on how the games kind of go, and uh, you know, I think you'll see either team kind of take those shots, take those risks, go for it on fourth down, do a fake punt, do a you know flea flicker or something like that. Um, I could, I could hundred percent see that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I think Roos is the guy that like, he's not going to be timid or shy to like call that type of play. No, I feel like Roos is a very aggressive, he, he, he has that cutthroat mentality, I think is what we've been missing here. Um, especially on that side of the ball. I think, I, I agree. I think if they see something or the opportunity presents itself, or it may even be the first play of the game, you know, open it up with it and just see what happens and then go from there yeah that's the thing yeah don't don't be afraid to like take your shots early and but yeah i mean it's it's almost it's almost kind of like in this game i kind of treat it as pull out all the stops i mean honestly pull out all the yeah. stops it's yeah, last game of the season yeah, yeah it's last lose. game of the season we kind of come in you know neither one of us had the season that we were hoping for you know um nope. this game's about bragging rights you know there's no title on the line there's no division title on the line there's you know win or lose this game it probably doesn't change too much with bowls 
you know, um, uh, you know, if, if the bulls happen, unless there's like a ton of cancellations, which could happen, um, you know, we're, we're probably both getting into a bowl game. So it, this, this is just straight about bragging rights, getting better, um, and, you know, hopefully getting that, that third straight win against them. So yeah, pull out all the stops. If, if they're healthy, put, you know, if he's healthy, put words on the field, get the ball in your playmaker's hands, um, you know, feed the hot hand, you know, we've talked about before, uh, you know, if rights going off, feed them, you know, yep. if, if Caleb hood is making crazy catches, throw it to him, you know, like, <laughs> um, so, uh, and yeah, I, I just really excited to kind of see what this offense looks like under kind of week two under Roos. Now that we've been able to like, hopefully shake some of this stuff yeah. out and then get another weekend and, and then the defense hopefully another, come up big again. Yeah, against another formidable opponent. Yeah, and and, and good defense, good defense yep. too. Yep. Um, they're only allowing uh, eighteen point uh, six points per game. So, um, yeah, so not not quite as good as as FAU, but good. So, Cody, I guess with that, uh, we will um, hopefully pick it up after this and then get ready for bowl season. Um, at eight and four, and then with a third straight win against the app. And till then, just enjoying hate week and welcoming the goats. <laughs> <laughs> and Brent um, for better. And yeah, Brent for better. And Brent for better. Could yeah. be Texas, but matter is what they're saying. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, I, it's it's hate week. Enjoy it, man. It's it's football season and crazy it's fun. Times. It's fun. Yep. This is it's crazy times, and it's it's. I think with everything that's happened this year, it's good to kind of like you know, shut all that out a little bit. I mean, yeah. obviously all, you know, COVID, all that stuff is, you know, could hopefully knock on wood, not affect this game, but it's, you know, it's out there, but it's still hate week. It's coming at a different time than normal. Um, it's coming on a Saturday and it's coming with not a ton of implications other than bragging rights. Um, but it's here. Uh, it was long awaited. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just make the best of it and just enjoy, uh, what hopes to be, you know, a good college football game and, and uh, the the best rivalry in Group of Five. Yep, completely All agree. Right. So with yeah. that, yeah. Oh, you want it? Take oh, oh, yeah. it, take it, take it, take it, take it. With with that, Matt Hail Southern. Hail Southern. Thank you for listening to Gotta Talk. Be sure to visit our website, gotatalk.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Gatatalk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football. Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels or by emailing us at gatatalkpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, Gata and Hail Southern. Thank <laughs> you.